Hello, and welcome to the Hammer and Tusk podcast. We are bringing you issue 81, Lessons Learned as a VR Developer. My name is Ren, and I'm joining you this week without my usual co-host. So let's jump right into it. Um, VR is turning entertainment and movies from passive experiences into active ones. So the verdict is in. We're just really enjoying the participation rather than just watching. So the article is positing that we as a culture enjoy that interactive element and that's something that VR can do that traditional movies haven't been able to do. We've seen people try to pull this off in the past with things like choose your own adventure movies and they've never taken off and part of that is because the interaction has always been a little bit awkward. So we may begin to see games and movies merging more and more as VR takes off. How virtual reality is changing the game in healthcare. We're seeing a lot of stuff right now about VR and training simulations. So virtual simulation for training surgeons is one of the biggest things that we're seeing, and it's really starting to take off in a major way. So we're seeing some VR and some AR, but this one specifically is talking about virtual reality and training for knee surgeries. And they're actually using it already in hospitals in the UK in order to begin training new surgeons. Next up, in virtual and augmented realities, computers adapt to humans. So UX and VR is one of the most exciting things that we look at, and especially this idea of interfacing without a screen. And what do you interface with and how do you interface? So in the past, we've really been tied to whatever physical elements in the design require from us and moving forward that won't be the case so how do we now design without that screen when the entire world is an interface that we can interact with and it's really exciting for designers who are getting involved in the space and it's really interesting to see the kinds of things that we're so used to that we want to be there things like tapping the air and that sort of tap motion to activate a button is something that we now consider inherent to the way we interact Explore BC's notorious highway of tears in new virtual reality documentary. So Canada is uh, finally getting into the VR game a little bit behind some other countries. They've been doing a lot of really exciting work in VR, and we are actually a Canadian company. This is the first thing we've seen from their national broadcaster. So CBC has created their first VR documentary, and it's about what's called the Highway of Tears, which is a highway in British Columbia that is notorious for many uh, murdered and missing indigenous and aboriginal women having uh, vanished along that stretch of highway. Uh, next up, virtual vaca vacations pull out the stops to compete with the real thing. So the big question here is, will VR hurt the travel industry or will VR help the travel industry? And most people right now believe that it will help it, especially because right now VR simply doesn't replicate the real thing to the degree it would need to. So it, can, it can't replace the act of travel, but it can enhance it. It can let you um, see the places that you're going to see before you get there, decide what you want to see, decide what the most, what's the most exciting to you, and really give you an idea of what you're going to get when you get there. So for now, it is very, very much an aid to the travel industry, and we're going to see a lot of it in travel. It won't be for many years before we start seeing VR um, hurting tourism sales as people become less inclined to travel, as we have this you know, perceived idea that the world is a more dangerous place and people are less likely to want to go around, that's when VR might sort of come into it. Our quick links. 
Baobab Studios raises $25 million. They're the creators of Invasion, so that's awesome. It's good on them. Mel Science raises $2.5 million to make virtual lab experiments. So they're going to do some really exciting stuff with kids and VR chemistry sets. Um, Verlays patents color-converting chip for augmented reality. That's something that's really challenging in AR, so they're sort of progressing on that front. And Strata becomes the first VR company on Australia's stock market. So they're not the first VR IPO, but they're the first VR IPO available in Australia. And last but not least, our article of the week, VR 101, learn the craft and design your first app. So I am apologize, I'm going to butcher your name, Antoine Ribordi um, decided he wanted to get started in VR, so he did, and now he's sharing his story about how he became a VR entrepreneur. So if you want some sort of hands-on tips and techniques, that's a great place to start. And then in theme with that, our blog post this week is a fantastic breakdown of lessons learned as a VR developer from Josh Farkas, who has created a guided meditation VR app with his company, Cubicle Ninjas. So he tweeted out a whole bunch of really awesome advice. And Max saw this and said, we have to get this out to a wider audience. So we turned it into a blog post and it's available to you. If you check out hammerandtusk.com slash blog, you'll be able to find lessons learned as a VR developer. And that is all for Hammer and Tusk this week. We will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.